Blog Talk Radio. Bishop House, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. Thank you for uh, taking time out, man. Come talk with us today, man. We appreciate you, man. Oh, thank you for having me. I certainly appreciate it. No worries, man. So, man, before we get into the good stuff, man, tell us, man, how 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 you been so far, man? How how you enjoying the summer, man, and, and good weather, man? I'm enjoying the summer. Uh, it has been very uh, intensely hot on purpose. <laughs> Uh, so I'm enjoying the summer. Are you still there? As I was reading, I yeah, I had a, I had a, some technical but We're really back, man. So I was reading a little bit about uh-huh. man. The incredible work you've been doing, man, um, for the past some of my years, man. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about, man, your uh, your, your responsibilities, man, as as a bishop, man, and leading uh, an entire congregation. Okay, yeah, I uh, currently I serve as the uh, bishop of the Northeast jurisdiction um, and the CCOG Community Churches of God which covers from um, Pennsylvania all the way up past Connecticut into Maine. So it covers uh, literally over uh, nine, ten states, which I have the largest jurisdiction. And then I also serve as the Bishop uh, of International Affairs Ministry, which covers all of our international ministries, churches, and et cetera. Um, And um, that consists of, uh, of course, like I said, it covers the globe. And then on top of that, I am the uh, uh, local pastor, uh, of a congregation in Mount Vernon, and then I have a location um, in uh, in Africa as well, and one uh, some locations in Jamaica as well. Um, so that's what I do as far as ministry is concerned, from the bishop to the local church, uh, serving um, simultaneously um, um, in both uh, both ministries. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. Your you, um your self help book that you recently released, uh, learning to be uh, learning to be better before I because uh before I become bigger. Absolutely, man. Tell tell us a little bit about that release, man, and what was the inspiration behind releasing um this self help this self help. Yeah, learning to be better is um based off of not solely, but off of um, experiences, um, personal experiences that I've had. Um, Also, um, it's birthed off of just the thinking and understanding um, that oftentimes um, people seek to uh, have success, seek to have the name in light, um, seek to own the business, um, seek to be successful at the maximum apex. Um, The challenge is, is to become um, that or to attain that, um, and you're not better. Oftentimes we want what we're not ready for. We want to go where we should not go at the moment. Um, so learning to be better before I become bigger is, 
simply saying, listen, before I become big or any bigger than what I am, before my business expands, before my name gets any bigger or my, I'm known over the world, let me work on me. There are some things that I need to work on inside of me, uh, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, financially, relationship-wise. Why? So it is really from a place of really wanting people to focus on not so much on where you're going, but the development and the maturity and gaining wisdom and the experiences. It also helps us to understand, uh, and we must remind ourselves um, um, that we are a work in progress and we're forever evolving. And so it's really, again, focused on becoming a better you. Each level demands a different you. So it's really focused on becoming a better you, a better man, a better woman, a better businessman, a better businesswoman, a better mother, a better father, a better sister, a better brother, a better pastor, a better leader, a better singer. So it's focused on becoming the better version of you. Michael Jackson put it this way. He said, um, I'm looking at the man in the mirror, asking him to change his ways. And so the objective is um, um, become a better version of you. There are things that you need to change within yourself so that when you get to that place of success, when you get to that place of ministry or your voice being there or your name being known or your business or whatever it is, that you have done the work in the infancy of the journey so that you don't fall uh, once you're out there on the field. Absolutely. Uh, how do you stay self-contained now with being a minister man, uh, um, uh, a parent man, um, you know, a singer, all those? How do you how do you stay self-contained, man? What, what is it? I mean, how, what is it? What, I mean, tell us a little bit about that. And I know, you know, some people have a you know hard time balancing you know all the responsibility. How do you stay self-contained? Um. To be honest with you, um, the main thing that I, one of the main things that I do is I meditate. I'm very big on meditation. I constantly meditate every day. I don't miss a day without meditation, two, sometimes five hours. Um, I, I, I meditate every day. And then number two, um, I try to create moments that I don't necessarily have. Sometimes because of my schedule, I don't have moments. So I have to create moments that allows me to create memories. Um, that then entail um, allows me to be able to uh, manage my time. And it's a work in progress because I'm, I'm always evolving. Something's being added to my life schedule, whether I'm expanding in area of business or ministry, whatever the case may be. So it's a constant learning to manage different seasons of your life and manage um, you. And it comes with discipline, honestly. It comes with discipline. It comes with um, being consistent. In, in areas of your life, um, but to go back what I said to just expand on that, it, it's more so being able to create moments that you don't have, and those moments you create memories, whether it's with my sons, I have to create moments. Sometimes I'm so busy, uh, I have to create moments, and then we, we, we have to appreciate the time that we have. If it's five minutes, seven minutes on the FaceTime, you make the best of the time that you have uh, until you're able to have that time again. And that goes with ministry as well. It's the same thing, finding that management. Uh, and when you don't find the management, you have to create uh, You have to create moments, create moments for yourself, create moments to refresh yourself, to relax, regroup. Um, you have to create those moments sometimes that you don't necessarily have available to create. Absolutely, man. Um, 
I I give you the credit uh, for being a bishop, and I I know when um, when my pastor used to preach, she used to say it's not easy job being a pastor or being a leader of a congregation because every time a specific individual comes, they people come with problems, and they always they want to see pray for me, pastor, and I know that could be a lot on an individual. Well, you know, it can be a lot on an individual. So I mean, it's not. Something I can see myself doing, but you know, I, I, uh, my heart goes out to individuals that you know, because it's not an easy job. Um, you have your uh, the uh, the uh, the live series of uh, the dialogue. Let's talk about it. Um, how's what's how, what's what's the latest with that particular uh, project? The dialogue is something I started back in March. I've been uh, saying I was going to do dialogue for several years. And I finally started this past March. It's something that I do every Monday. Um, kind of took a break from it to kind of uh, try to uh, regroup um, and um, rebrand, revamp. So I haven't done it in the past two weeks. We're regrouping and getting ready for August. The dialogue is uh, is stemmed out of um, trying to create um, outside of the pulpit, outside of the church setting, conversations of understanding. Um, we don't always agree. We're not going to always agree as Christians, as just people in general, as humans. We're just not going to agree. And so the dialogue is really a platform to have a conversation or have the necessary conversation that need to be had that you really can't have on a pulpit on a Sunday morning or on a Tuesday night. So I created that platform to have the dialogue for necessary conversations. And the, the whole focus is to get you to understand what a dialogue is. A dialogue is a conversation where we don't seek to change somebody. You don't seek to change anybody. You seek to understand them. You may not agree what they believe, their political belief, their religious belief, uh, their sexual belief. You may not believe with the way decisions they've made or things they've said or how they behave. The dialogue is simply to have a conversation and say, listen, okay, I don't agree, but I want to understand you. So it's seeking to understand the person, not trying to change the way you think, not trying to change what you believe, not trying to change what you like, not trying to change your opinion. The objective is to leave the conversation, one, with an understanding and respecting another person's belief, mindset, and or opinion or perspective on all facets of life. So that's what it was, is to create that, that, that common denominator to have the conversation, and uh, sometimes we deal with the rough issues from relationships. Uh, we're having the hard conversations uh, on the dialogue, and those that are commenting, um, those that watch all the time, they know it's a dialogue. So they don't always agree with what I'm saying, uh, but we do it with respect. Uh, and um, so that's the whole purpose of the dialogue, to create that platform and create a space where we can have conversations um, that uh, may be touchy in a church setting, quote-unquote sanctuary, uh, may be offensive uh, conversation that people try to stay away from the church world and nobody wants to deal with. Um, that is what the dialogue is, is, is for, and that is why I uh, created uh, the dialogue. Absolutely, man. Well, we, I mean, I, I appreciate, you know, you, you creating a dialogue, man, and, um, and actually bringing, you know, continue to uh, bring people to the, the, the church, man, because we need, you know, even though a lot of 
some you know sometimes the interview sees a lot of negativity regardless of what things, man. But um, you, I appreciate the interviews like yourself who continue to still strive to be better and bring people, you know, to Christ, man. Um, so I mean, besides, you know, what, what, what do you got coming up, man? That you can let me and my listeners know, man. Um. Well, we have. Uh, I'm I'm working on some projects as far as um, one uh, ministry. I, I have uh, every month I have what is called the prophetic surge um, that I do. And then I have um, School of the Prophets, but I call it the 100 group. It is for people who um, believe they're calling to the prophetic and or they want to learn information about the prophetic. It is the prophetic C um, is what I'm working on. Also, I'm working on another, another book. I'm trying to do two at one time, actually. Uh, so I'm trying to produce um, two more books. The one book is it is called... Um, the greatest power that man gave God, um, and uh, that is choice, the greatest power God gave mine and gave man. Uh, that's what I'm working on. And then the second book um, that uh, I'm, I'm working on is simply called The Power uh, of Network, and it deals with a kingdom perspective, the power of network from a kingdom perspective. Um, and then um, some things we have going on in Africa. We're building um, a clinic in Africa to be able to – um, catered to at least five to 600 people. Uh, we're in the process of building as we speak, actually. We dug out the land, building the foundation to be the second clinic that we're uh, building in Africa, and then we're doing some work in another part of Africa um, with building uh, up a village in the community, uh, working with uh, one of the kings there from the Ashanti tribe uh, and advancing that village in technology, uh, education, and innovation. Um, so that's just a few things. And then I'm working on um, a clothing line, uh, particularly oh. focused on um, um, everyday wear that you can wear every day, uh, but it can also be exchangeable if you're going to work, if you're going to church. Uh, so I'm working on that, uh, a suit line. People always ask me who made my suits, where I get my suits from, my shirts, whatever the case may be. I'm working on that, uh, and hopefully I'll be rolling that out in the fall. Uh, as well, so several other projects that I'm working on, literally at one time, um, you know, and uh, just trusting God for it all to come for. Absolutely. What is I mean, it, um, what is the experience like, man, working over in Africa, man, with the culture, man, and the the, the tribe? Man, what is that experience like for you, man? Um, you know, I love it. I used to live in Africa. Uh, I lived in Africa for quite for for a while. Uh, doing ministry work there. Uh, I wasn't necessarily a missionary, but I was doing ministry work there. I was there a pastoring, and then I have like a several churches uh, in Africa. We cover a little over 200 churches in Africa. Um, and it's getting acclimated to the culture. It's really learning the culture, understand the culture, uh, because you can't help a people unless you understand their culture and, and uh, understand their language. It's not uh, – it depends on where you're going, but it's not what we, we, we've been – um, purported to believe that we see on TV, Africa is a very rich country. It is a rich country. Um, it is a beautiful place, um, and and in certain areas, um, they are doing things that that are not happening necessarily in the U.S. So, um, I loved every minute of it. Uh, I enjoyed every minute of it when I was there, uh, and the getting to really learn different languages and uh, the history of Africa, the ancestry history of Africa, the biblical. Uh, um, um, history and how it ties in to God uh, leading us into Christianity. And so you learn so much about the culture of African-Americans and 
uh, human race, period. So uh, I loved it. I loved the experience. Absolutely, man. Much, much uh, continued success with that, man, and in everything that you're doing, man. And when you um, when you do the projects, man, make sure you come by, man, to talk about your projects and when you release them, man. Yes, yes, I, I would appreciate it. I look forward to that. Yes, uh, Ms. Uh, Bishop, uh, give out your uh, if, if you can, man, give out your website, man, or, or social media, man, where uh, my my listening audience, man, can find out more information about what you're doing, man, and um, how they can support, you know, make donations to to you know your, your, your churches and just that nature, man. Absolutely. So my website is T Veron House. That's T. V-E-R-O-N house.com My Instagram is T Veron and then my Facebook is simply Veron, V-E-R-O-N house on Facebook so Veron house on Facebook T Veron what is it, T Veron house I believe it is on Instagram Uh, T Veron house on Instagram as well, V-E-R-O-N and then the website again is T uh, T Veron house um, dot com on um, the website. So any one of those three um, social media platforms, um, they can follow me. They can send an email um, if they would like to get more involved or know more about what we're doing in different countries and things of that nature. They can uh, send an email or call our office, uh, and someone will be able to help them. Absolutely, man. Bishop, I appreciate you, man, for coming by, man. We really appreciate you, man. We're grateful that you came on. We're grateful to have you on, man. This can't be your last visit, man. So please come back by any time, man, all right? Absolutely. Thank you for having me once again. Appreciate it. No problem, man. God bless, man. Blessing. Special thanks to Bishop. Uh, Baron House will come on the show. Make sure you guys support his movement, uh, but his the Christianity man, his projects, and make sure you guys support him. Make sure you check him out on social media, support him, uh, check out the movement. We're gonna jump into a track by Jeffrey Jeffrey Osborne by request, and I'll be right back. This is Timothy Hot Show.
Jeffrey Osmond request. I'm only human. Shout out to Jeffrey Osmond. I, 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 I got a few requests to have Mr. Osmond on the show. Um, we'll work on that pretty soon. I know he's on tour. Um, I was trying to um, get him on while he was uh, near on the East Coast, um, but nevertheless, we'll try to reach. I know he's back out in February in this area, so we'll definitely reach back out to him. We'll definitely reach out to him around that area so that we can have him on the show and uh, we can get some tickets uh, to his show. Um, by request, I've been getting so many requests for the new song featuring uh, by uh, Rod Wave. Um, and we got it over here finally. Um, and I uh, know you guys want to have him on the show. We'll definitely reach out to Mr. Rod Wave to see if um, he's able to come on the show and sit down and talk with us. So we'd love to have him on. But here's the way it's from Rod Wave.
Because of you and me and 